The following program is intended for mature audiences. Warmest aloha, sir. Holly, do you too? He's so Holly, he doesn't even know he's Holly. I'm tempted to say Menehune. Like Hawaiian leprechauns. <laughs> or chipmunks something. What's wrong with that turtle? He has lung problems because he smoked too much turtle weed, which is bad for you, right, Ola? Hawaii has a big future. I, I, I want to become a part of it. I know every angel these islands. I'm like a good tourist guy. What we're about to say. Just keep chasing the sun Don't 
How's it and welcome to Living the Aloha Life, podcasting Pono in the 808. I'm the poor man. And I'm Dr. Aloha. Wow. Haven't heard that name in a long time. <laughs> it's been a while. I think everybody is excited to hear that and have us be back on this free podcast. I hope so. <laughs> I hope it's so. been a minute. <laughs> it's been three minutes, right? Three months, I think, <laughs> yeah. something like that. So we just came into Sons of Zion Road Trip. That's a new song, and I am loving that song. Um, I've today- always liked Sons of Zion. It's a good group. Right? It is yeah. a good group. And Road Trip is really cool because it's actually kind of like some stuff we're going to be talking about today. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so today we're going to be talking about taking Hawaii for granted. Um, too many people take Hawaii for granted. And it's funny because if you don't live here, you can't imagine how anybody could possibly take it for granted. But once you're here, it happens, right? It does happen. It yeah. happens. You get you get set in your ways. Maybe if you were born here or you've been living here for a long time, you kind of get set in your ways. And you don't realize that you're taking all these things for granted, you know? So, like, you don't get up early anymore to watch the sunrise or, you know, the sunset's not a big deal to you anymore. Or You just you don't feel like the effort of driving to get there to watch it. and Yeah. And then what happens when you leave? <laughs> right? And, and then it's just like I'm, it's like I'm getting to the water and it's only 70 degrees and I'm complaining. Like, it's not warm I enough. I know, I know. <laughs> Isn't that funny? How can I be complaining that it's only 70, 75 in the water? <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> okay, but before we get into um, the subject and the news, uh, patron Hannah had a question. Would you like to read it? Sure. All right. All right, from Hannah. Aloha. I'm really conflicted and hoping you two could offer some advice. I was set on moving to the big island, probably Kona side. I invited some friends and they all want to move right outside of Waikiki. I'm scared that it will be too city-like for me, which is why I don't want to go there in the first place. Opinions on the two choices? Mahalo. Okay, well, I think first of all, Hannah is younger. Is so, she? Okay. Yeah, so I, aunt, but she's also into real estate. Now, has Hannah, I don't know much about Hannah. Has she been to Hawaii? You know, we... Because my yeah. number one advice mm-hmm. is go visit both locations before you commit to moving anywhere. That's a good idea, too. You yes. have to. So many people move here blindly, and I just feel like it really reduces your chances of it working out. You have to go come visit and make sure you like the area. That's true. And I think what she's been doing, because she's so much in real estate back where she lives now, that she's looking into properties on big island she's looking at the cost she understands how expensive it is here and everything it's good yes and she's got a good head on her shoulders at her age because i do believe that she's younger she looks a lot younger um the thing is is i'm assuming then her friends are younger so i think maybe for hannah this is something she's been thinking about doing for a while but maybe her friends have not they're kind of just going, it sounds like they're kind of just going along with her. Like maybe they haven't done all the research. The research. Maybe they're relying on her. And the other thing to remember, living here is really different than vacationing here. Yes. You have to, if you're in Waikiki, yeah, that's really fun to stay in a resort and walk everywhere. But when you live here and you have to go to work every day and deal with the hustle and bustle and traffic and crowd and noise and homeless and all of that. Let's talk about that for a second because <laughs> I assume that her friends are going to be listening. Okay. I lived in Waikiki. Um, You have to realize that if you're going to live actually in Waikiki, more than likely 
you'll find like the Ilikai Marina or some place where it's a mixture of tourists and um, people that live there. But also to the back strip, more toward the Alawai is more where the, you know, apartments and condos are. And the resorts are more toward the front of Waikiki. Right. But you have to realize that if you happen to get a spot and you go, oh, I really like this, but you're living next to a resort, you have to deal with the fucking tour buses <laughs> in the morning. You have to do, deal with the beep, 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 you know, backing up, all the tour buses backing up. You have to deal with the... Uh, the the trash trucks picking up the resort trash in the morning you have to deal with all this fucking noise and it gets really aggravating and then you also have to deal with the hoodlums at night if you have to go to work the next morning you have to deal with all the noise you have to deal with the fact that yes waikiki's crime is increasing mm -hmm. you can be walking down the street and have you could get robbed um you could have your purse taken from you so it's not as safe as it used to be in waikiki but yeah now, if you did want to move there, don't let that deter you. Just be aware and be safe. Yes. I mean, obviously, Waikiki is safer than almost any other city exactly. in the country. But when you're trying to compare it to Kona, Kona. Yeah, that's it's a true. whole other world. It's really true. Kona is much safer. Kona has to die for sunsets. Yes. It's a really cute town. Weather's almost perfect all the time there. But, you know, it is Big Island. It's a sleepy beach town. It closes down super early, so yes. don't plan to get dinner at, like after 8 o'clock. Yeah, it's quieter. It's yeah. more chiller. Everybody's in a slower mode than they are in Waikiki. So I'm trying to figure out what uh, her friends are looking for. Are they looking for excitement every night? Do they want to go to clubs? Do they want to get drunk every night? What are they looking to do uh, if they've never been to Waikiki before? And when you compare that to Kona, it's a whole other world. It's so much quieter. There's not a lot of activities going on in Kona. Yeah, you have some local bands and some bars and things like that. It's but yes. fun. You can, yeah. walk, you can walk to different bars and restaurants. It's a lot cheaper. Let's talk about that. It's a lot cheaper, but it does close down earlier. So if you want to be out all night partying, then Kona's not for you. But if you're more of like, I want to get up early and go surfing kind of a person, then Kona is for you. Right. And you're going to, Hannah, you're going to be able to find a place a lot quicker in Kona that's more reasonably priced than if you all of you go get a place in Waikiki and you know I we just don't really know what your friends are looking for but let's say in a perfect world if it wasn't really super expensive here in Hawaii what I honestly would do honestly I would pro now I'm not telling you to do this because if it was if it was like my decision because of all my experiences and probably yours I would just move to Kona but because your friends, I don't, we don't know much about your friends. They may, you all may want to just come to Waikiki for a year, mm. experience it, and then get the hell out and go to Kona. That's true. And That's you, not yeah. a bad option. No. Um, we do often tell people to come to Oahu first and yeah. then as a starter. And then if you want to go to an outer island, once you kind of know what it's like just to be in Hawaii in general, yeah. you yeah. can go for it. So, yeah. Now, I don't know if uh, Hannah is the type of person who who plans on staying here for good now or for at least a while and after a year in waikiki hannah could always say i'm out i'm out guys and and go to go to uh, kona by herself true and find a place because you have to determine what's best for you when she's talking about you know the city-like atmosphere Oh, yeah, it is. It's way more... Like, Kona is not... It's a town. It's a town. It's yeah. a town. So you're going to have to deal with all the bullshit, all the noise, all the loud music, all the people screaming, all the ambulances, all the... Um, the fire department, the police, you're going to have to deal all, all with all that in Waikiki. But if you're into that scene, then <laughs> that's 
No, I, I mean. Uh, you went to like ambulances and no, and, that's and not cops what I mean. And <laughs> I mean, if you're into like the nightlife scene, getting drunk. Yeah. So I mean, I'm not, but I'm way past that age. There was a time in my life when I that know. would have been amazing to me. So yeah. it just she's younger. So I don't know. I I don't know Hannah. Honestly, from from emails and from the way she does things and what I see, she's very mature. Okay. She's ready to do what she wants to do. Honestly, I don't know. I'll be honest here, right? I don't know why she gives a shit what her friends think. I would, ju- I would just be like, Han- <laughs> Hannah's going to go to Big Island, and she's going to go in Kona, and that's the end of that. I would agree. I would say do what you want to do, Hannah, unless yeah. you're depending on them to come with you to afford it. I don't know your situation. I also understand the fact if she is thinking she wants to be with others she knows for a little while to become comfortable and safe in Hawaii. I do understand that. Just going off to Kona on your own is a huge decision. It's a huge move to be alone on Kona. And she, it sounds like she's in real estate for work. Yes. But I don't know what her friends do. It might be much harder to find a job in Kona. I think for her friends, yes. But I think for her, because the Big Island is such a big seller right now. Oh, yeah, real estate. I think she could totally get into real estate. No, I agree. I think she's good. I'm saying her friends, I don't know what they do. Right. So that could be harder, too. But if her heart's set on Kona, I think she should follow her heart. I agree. It is a really big city. It reminds me, especially with all the tourists and everything, especially what's really getting packed now, it reminds me of like a small Vegas or a small Miami. If you like that, fine. If you don't like that, it's too much noise. It's, it's you know, it's just too much bullshit. Go to Kona. Go to the Big Island. Um, that would be my recommendation. I don't, I can't really say, I'm not going to tell her what to do. All yeah, she can do is course. listen to our advice and make a decision. But I would go right to Kona. But um, I, I really think if it's possible to come visit both areas, just come to Oahu for, for a year. No, I a visit a vacation. Oh, to visit I, before I, she. I moves. swear she's been here. I don't. Okay. I can't recall. Damn Maybe it. she has. I just yeah. I don't know Hannah very well. I yeah. need to connect with her. Yeah, yeah. The um. So I'm thinking, you know, because you're getting your friends involved. Maybe come to Waikiki for six months to a year, and then go. Now listen, if you don't like. If, if you go, you can you guys can sign a six-month lease. If you sign a six-month lease, at the end of those six months, Hannah, if you don't like it on, in Waikiki, and you know what? It sounds like you want a little bit slower living. So you, more than likely, you are probably not going to like it. So just know that, you know, maybe your friends will. Like, we don't know what kind of friends you have. Let me throw one more thing out yeah. there. Yeah, I live deep in the jungle, but you know what, Hannah? I'm like 10 minutes from the city. Yeah. So that's an option too. If, I mean, I don't know if you guys, if your friends have their hearts set on living in Waikiki or mm. if they'd be cool with living 10 minutes away because there's some really beautiful areas that are much quieter and a really quick Uber, Uber ride or yeah. drive to the city. That is true. So she does have her options where she could live up at the old Pali. She could live in Kaneohe, which is right over the Pali, right into town into Waikiki yeah Manoa which is you know 10 minutes from Waikiki so it just depends on where she may want to live um it's gonna be it's it's a decision that's gonna be up to her (laughs) I wish we had more information on her friends yeah agreed well maybe she can give it to us yeah yeah hopefully that helped you Hannah
<laughs> All right. So before we get into the news, let's discuss our day with Tiffany and Pete last week. It was so much fun. We <laughs> finally got to, to meet Tiffany because we've been waiting years to meet her. She has had to cancel so many trips here because of COVID and Australia, Australia being in lockdown yeah. and, and this and that, that and not being allowed to leave the country. And she finally got to come and we finally got to meet her. And she is just, I don't even know how to describe her. She's darling. She's, she's a lovely. Sweet, she's a sweet soul. I I just I adore her. <laughs> Tiff, you're amazing. I, I kept telling her, I'm like, you're such a beautiful person. <laughs> <laughs> I wish she could move here and she still does eventually, right? I hopefully. Know. Hopefully. But, but would she come here or would she come to Molokai? I would go to Molokai. Yeah, I don't Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you kidding me? And it's funny that um the last song today is gonna be actually about Molokai. Mm, there we go. Um but anyways, back to Tiffany and uh Pete. Yeah, so they were also, so this is interesting. So they were staying, so actually, do, we don't know where Pete uh, Pete was staying at, do we? He told us, but I don't remember. Right down remember. the block. Like oh, away. the princess. He was staying at the princess, okay. and she was staying at the Aston. And they both said the prices have definitely gone up, but he got prices locked in from a while ago. Yeah. Um, but I think they were saying it was like three to, now these are the cheaper resorts, and they were what, three, four hundred a night? Yeah, so... Yeah, I'm not sure exactly how much Tiffany paid, but she yeah. said it was a lot more, more. a lot more than yeah. last time she yeah. came. And yeah. it's funny because on the last podcast, you were saying that the Aston was like one of the more <laughs> affordable places. And I guess we should update you that it may not longer, may not be the case any longer. I don't, I don't think don't anything's know. cheap anymore. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah, I think it was like about three, four hundred dollars. And when you add in the tax and you add in, if you're going to have a car and parking and all these other things, you're looking at 500 a night. That's insane. It's ridiculous. And ridiculous. it was so good to see Pete again because, it was good to see Pete. oh my gosh, Pete also, we've tried to like plan trips to Big Island with him and you know. COVID ruined it and it just, finally we got to see him. Yeah, so, we had, so we had, you know, about that trip that we had planned, we had it all set to rent that bamboo house and yes. all these other things and, and it just didn't happen because of COVID, it, so... It was planned for the time when our cases got out of control, like 6,000 a day over here, and we just had to cancel. We had to cancel, but it was good to see them. We actually did some off. We went uh, to Kiana Point. We did some off-roading along the um, far north end. Yeah, West side of the island. you got your permit for it. Finally. You can't just do that. You have to have a permit. And it was so much fun. Right, you right. You the sunset out there. Oh, it's beautiful. Goddamn beautiful. We got to go out there again so we can expand on where we were and just go all the way down to the gates. Yeah, so the sunset was super amazing, but I want to go earlier in the day so we can really explore before it gets dark. Yeah, we can spend the whole day down there yeah, pretty totally. much. Yeah, so over during COVID, they stopped um, putting out permits. So it was two years that we couldn't get a permit. So finally we got it now that they lifted that. So now I'm good. Now we can go down there whenever we want. I know. And um, yeah, it was just good to be out there. It's always good to get out there with uh, the Johanna and see all of you. And we have several more uh, patrons that are going to be coming out um, in May. And we'll see them too. I'm so excited. Very exciting. Very exciting. So... Okay, so are you ready for the exciting news of the day? News? Wait, I have the most exciting news ever before we start. You do? I do. I have to share with What's everybody. What's up? Because I want you all to be as excited as I am. <laughs> okay. I don't think they're going to be. Okay, go ahead. I'm finally going to hike Kalalau Trail on Kauai, oh, which is my yes. dream. It's like my number one bucket list hike in all of Hawaii. I've been wanting to do it for so many years, and it finally got a permit. It did. It didn't work out according to plan, but it worked out. <laughs> Are you prepared? 
Yeah, so um, I was supposed to go with a, a group of people. However, only me, my friend, and her boyfriend got permits. Guys, if you want to hike Kalalau, it's super competitive to get a permit. What's your name isn't going from Kauai? No, she couldn't go. Oh. Lindsay, so Lindsay, Lindsay was going to come Lindsay. with us, um, but it didn't work out because she had to travel home to see oh, her family at that okay, time, okay, unfortunately. Okay. I was so bummed. Yeah. Um, but you need to go on the website midnight hawaii time actually earlier mm -hmm. and at like 12 o'clock midnight book the permit and within 30 seconds they're sold out and it's insanely competitive and i don't know how and you're allowed up to four people on a permit but the more people you have on your permit the it reduces your chances of it going through um so apparently just a tip if you're trying to get a permit apparently it's easier if everybody tries to get their own <laughs> Jesus, um, it sounds worse than getting a reservation at Hanama Bay. No, it is. It's way worse. <laughs> sounds worse than what's about to happen to Diamond Head. <laughs> it literally sells out in 30 seconds. And I just got so lucky and I got it. And the rest of our group did not. So it's me and my friend and her boyfriend who are on my permit. All right. And then Vin our friend Vince and everybody else who was supposed oh, to come, yeah. they weren't able to. But they are going just like a week or so later than me. Yeah. So. So now you're saying, why isn't Wade going? Oh, I know. I wish <laughs> I'm you not were going. going I'm not but going. Yeah, your knees yeah, and your I, body. <laughs> yeah, so you guys know I'm, I'm just a little older than Amanda, and my <laughs> knees are just not in the shape. I did it. I did most of it before. It's fucking gorgeous, and I'm excited for Amanda. But I'm also worried. I just want her to make sure that she's safe. She's everything has everything that she's gonna need because this is a this yeah. is like a two day. It's event. eleven miles each way, yeah. and we're doing it over four days. Over four days. Three nights, four days. Yeah. Okay, so over three days, four total, three four nights. Four, yeah. Here we go. Ooh, boy. Yeah. Are you gonna have enough stuff? Mm -hmm. You gonna have enough uh, beef jerky? I'm not and eating uh, <laughs> that. I'm a vegetarian. I know. I'm just joking. Yeah, I bought a bunch of those like mountain house. Yeah, she things. brought lots of tofu. I'm not bringing tofu. <laughs> oh my god. Are you gonna be like pick picking like little little like little shrubs? Off the side there. No, I'm eating bringing them. the, the uh, freeze-dried food that you just pour water oh, in. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. So I have a bunch of those. Really? You looked yeah. into that. Good job. I've been buying stuff for months. I've been preparing okay. for so long. So you're ready for this. I'm so excited. And my friend Carrie and I are training. We're just like adding more weight to our backpacks when we hike. And okay, just, good. And like, slowly, you know, good. preparing that Have way. you prepped on how much weight you think you're going to have in your final backpack? No, because I haven't bought everything I need yet, but I will Ooh. soon. Okay. And you got the backpack? No, not yet. Not yet. Okay. Yeah, that's so. That's gonna after the yeah. wedding. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> after the bridesmaid thing. Something else that we got going on. Yeah. Ooh. What the fuck was that? All right. All right. I promise that was not a gunshot. Well, <laughs> I thought Jeff was cleaning the shotgun. <laughs> no, it was a door slamming close, but God. man, that was loud. That's we had what, a burst of wind. That's burst what our wind. trade winds do here. Yeah, they really go crazy. <laughs> So we're excited for you to do Kalalau. In July. Yeah, Thank in you. July. So, you know, the phone, I don't know, maybe do post some videos as uh, on the Patreon page. Yeah, after I get back. Yeah, and see how it goes. No service on the trail. I know. That's <laughs> what I'm nervous about, too. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so the first big news, the movie Waterman Duke, Ambassador of Aloha, will be premiering on Tuesday, May 10th on PBS nine eight central and it's narrated by jason momoa i am 
so excited. I wanted to see this so bad when it was in Hawaii theaters, yes. but it was when you were away still, yeah. and then you came back and it kind of just like fell out of theaters so quickly. I know. Um, I heard it's like going to a couple other states in theater, yeah. but now that it's going to be in PBS, everybody can watch it. Don't miss this, you guys. Yes, guys. So Tuesday, May 10th, PBS, 9, 8 Central. Make Central sure you time. Got, yeah, Central time. Make sure you guys watch it. I think it's a couple of hours. It has a lot of film of the history of actual stuff of Duke, like uh, film of Duke himself, but also they reenact a lot of stuff with this new actor that looks very much like Duke. That's so cool. excited. And my friend is in it. Oh, boy. <laughs> my friend Sam. So I don't know his part, you but know his I part? know he has some lines. So okay. it's kind of a big deal. Okay, cool. So make sure you guys watch <laughs> it because if you if you listen to the Duke um, podcast we did a, quite a while ago, mm -hmm. then you got to be excited about this. You know? For sure. I'm stoked. All right. Okay, so starting May 12th, oh, boy, reservations for Diamond Head, same as Hanama Bay great so it's so <laughs> frustrating because i'm sure they're gonna sell out in 30 seconds too yeah i <laughs> but mean it's good ultimately it's good because i think it's just there were way too many people they were show. but now they're going i believe from one dollar a person to five dollars so it is a you well you can figure out how much of a jump That's that is crazy it's fucking nuts so I th everything's getting out of control I know it is and did I you know a shave ice is 18 dollars now no -uh. i'm just joking oh my god <laughs> Don't do that to me. I haven't had a shave ice in like a year. <laughs> oh, it has gone up though. Wow. Do you, uh, so uh, it's funny. So the other day we were there. Uh, we're um, training Zach to do mm -hmm. the Jeep tours. And it was three, like 335. It's five something now for the shave ice. Whoa. So it's actually, so shaves ice, shave ices have gone up two to three dollars. That's crazy. So it has gone up a lot. So it's literally... If you think about it, if it was three dollars and now it's almost six dollars, it's gone up fifty percent. Yeah, it's it's doubled shave ice. It's unbelievable. Crazy. Yeah. Were you gonna say something? I was just gonna say I believe Diamond Head is still free for residents with Hawaii ID. Yes. Um, just like Hanama Bay. Yeah, and also, do we need? No, I don't think we have to make reservations, but it's dependent on if there's parking available. Right, and but you can always walk in. I oh, believe okay, I believe okay. you can always walk in. Um, and I think tourists can walk in too, as long as they have a reservation. And I think it's, I think it's went from a dollar to five dollars now. Yeah. yeah so for true. them, so it, it's just a. It seems like everything is just being highly controlled now. For sure. And I don't know, guys. It's it's. I don't feel it's the Hawaii it used to be, but you know. It is what it is. It I is. Guess. Yeah. It is what it is. And here's another one that makes me feel like it's not Hawaii. Mm -hmm. Mayor signs bill banning short-term vacation rentals outside of resort areas so this includes airbnb and vrbo yeah. um but importantly i believe this is only on oahu because it's our mayor i would hope it's only on oahu yeah because obviously the other islands don't have as many resorts right so they need the vbro's yeah so i'm pretty sure it's just oahu yeah and this is a cartel here just so you guys know <laughs> the cartel is the hotels and they want to control where the people go and they don't want the money being spent outside of waikiki now there's two things to this you can look at it as you don't want people just visiting a vbro and coming and going while you have your neighbor getting a little pissed and i get mm -hmm. all that the problem is is as many local hawaiian families that can't survive 
and the only way they've been surviving is by renting out a piece of their house. Yeah. But because it's a blanket check and there's no control and they don't have the people to control what's going on, they just wiped out everybody. So it's, it's going to be a lot harder. I believe that if you are a resident in Hawaii and you live on the property, you should be able to rent out a piece of your home. You're there. Totally agree. Y- you know what I mean? But the other ones, no. The ones that buy a property and then they just fill it up with people and they're on the mainland, no, absolutely not. Yeah. But so that's kind of the problem right now, and I feel that this is going to cause two things. It's either going to cause the people who just uh, refuse to break the law, it's going to cho- it's going to make them leave Hawaii, people who have been here all their lives, and for the ones who say fuck it, they're going to break the law and they're going to still rent out their property. And that's probably true yeah. until they get caught. Yeah. Kind of goes with the same about the photography, the photographers. They can't go to like Waimanalo anymore. They can't do those kind Did of things. Did you mention that? I don't recall mentioning it, but now they've stopped the ability for photographers to go to certain beaches around the island and, and shoot like uh, weddings, weddings um, engagements, uh, first year birthday parties. I mean, it's what? Crazy. These are local people that want to hire a photographer on their own fucking beach that they pay taxes for, and they can't do it. I think how that law will be broken is if someone comes onto the beach, they're going to say, what's going on here? And you're going to say, that's just a friend taking photos. It's going to be pre-done, yeah. where you don't say that it's being paid for. Right. And that's going to be breaking the law. But what Hawaii is doing is creating lawbreakers that w- never broke the law before. But, you know, that's the way it's going to be. There's nothing we can do. It's crazy. It's I, crazy. I don't know. And, I don't, and by the way, I am not liking this fucking mayor anymore. <laughs> I never did. <laughs> okay. Since the haiku stairs thing. Since the haiku stairs thing, you know, and I don't, you know, we're just waiting that on that ball to fall. And when that ball falls, I'm going to go all ape shit. So just so you know, um, the mayor is getting severe death threats and he has a whole entire security team now. I didn't realize that. Yes. Because so I people guess he's are really, pissed. really unpopular. He is very unpopular wow. right now. Yeah, yeah. He definitely isn't who he portrayed himself to be I during agree. elections at all. Hundred percent. And guess what? There's another one. You ready for this guy? <laughs> what? Ige uh, announces a three hundred and twenty-eight million dollar settlement and a class action lawsuit over Hawaiian homestead lands. The original twenty-seven hundred Native Hawaiians who were part of the suit, nine hundred and fifty-three have now died. Their families can and will seek that compensation. Mm-hmm. So what this is about is we've been talking about this for a long time. And it's the fact that these lands have been owed to the Hawaiians for a very long time. They've been sitting in the government here in the state. And they were owed, they're owed thousands of acres. There was a lawsuit done, I think it was over two decades ago, 20 years ago. 2,700 Hawaiians was seeking that land and had to sue the state. It took 20... Listen, my lawsuit took, what, two, three years? I know. This took over 20 years with, out of the 2,700 of them, almost 1,000 of them died waiting. Yeah, it took so long, I know. And Ige is saying, oh, this is wonderful. You fought it for 20 years, asshole. Okay. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm very upset because this land is Hawaiian land. I agree should have been given to them. And it should have been done from the start, but I'm glad it's finally happening. It doesn't make it right that it took so long, that it's better than it not happening. Yeah. Now, Governor Ige says this necessary resolution fairly fairly compensates the Hawaiian homeland's beneficiaries and brings this litigation to a close. But it is not the end of the story. And it's true. It can't be the end of the story. And let me tell you why. 
because 28,000 additional beneficiaries are waiting on that list. Mm -hmm. They've been waiting decades and many of them are dying. It's, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy I mean, that so this has gone on for so long. So you are looking at a total of about 30,000 that have been waiting to get their land back so they can build, put their yeah. homes on the land. I know. What is happening? I, I don't understand why it took so long or is taking so long. I don't understand I any of it. It's sad. It's, it's really sad. It's and really it's unfair. It's unfair to the Hawaiian people, the Kanaka Maoli. So this is not a good story. No, this is horrible. This is horrible. And you know what? I'm only bringing it up because it's a rarity. Yeah, this never happens here. Go ahead. A 38-year-old mom, mom is fatally beaten in the street by her disturbed 19-year-old son. This is not something that happens here. I mean, he must have been on drugs. Right? Oh, he was mental. He had to be mental. And, you know, people on, you know, onlookers. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm the type of guy who would, who would get involved with that. I couldn't let that happen. A woman getting beaten no. in the street. Do people watch it? Some people will drive her bys and stuff like that. No one had stopped to stop oh. it. Because if someone had stopped to stop it, she might not have passed away. That's she might horrible. not have died. It is. And she had, I believe, seven children. And perhaps maybe that was the oldest one. You see a picture of him. He's 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 gone. I didn't he see is, it. I yeah. saw a picture of her, but I haven't seen a picture. She's of a him. beautiful woman. Yeah, she was. And and, and he was just physically looking and probably mentally disturbed. He looked disturbed. Well, he was probably. I would assume he was on drugs. He may have he had mental have illness as well. Yeah, he could have been. But that see, this type of stuff does not happen in Hawaii often. It's very rare. So it was a. It, it was a. It's a big deal here. It's a big deal here. And that happened over on the west side. Yeah, over on the west side of the island. Okay. Uh, because of the Red Hill military rocket fuel leaking into Oahu's aquifers and the shutting down of three of those aquifers so they don't get contaminated, the Board of Water Supply is asking Oahu residents to cut back and reserve water usage starting this summer. Now, that is unusual. Because already, we never have a water problem. It's already in place voluntarily, but I guess this summer it'll be official. It's going to be official. Yeah, we're going to have to cut back, which is just uh, Hawaii always has plenty of water, but because of the military, I know. they screwed things up, and now we have a water problem. They had to shut, shut down the aquifers before they got, you know, messed yeah. up. So, okay, <laughs> you're going to love this story. I don't know if you, everybody, you're all going to love this one. <laughs> This is um, probably just just the fact that this even came out anywhere isn't totally embarrassing. I um, saw it. It's insane. Yeah. Uh, City of Honolulu to offer interest-free interest-free down payment loans for local residents to cover their home down payment. <laughs> <laughs> this is a loan for a down payment, not the other million plus dollars you're gonna pay for the house. <laughs> The average down payment on a home in Hawaii, are you ready? An average down payment for a home in Hawaii is $250,000. That's disgusting. That's close to the average total cost of a home in America, which sits at 269000 <laughs> so That's so disgusting. That's a down payment. They People cannot come up with down payments for homes, so you need a loan for the down payment. That's so scary. What about the other million dollars you got to pay? I know. Where are you getting the down payment for that? I mean, where are you getting the money to pay that part of the loan? This is insane. This, 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 I had to sit down and I needed to like check my blood pressure. I had to relax for a couple of minutes because this is just getting me out of control. <laughs> I mean, a quarter of a million dollar down payment. That's just... 
I can't. I can't imagine. No, it's can't. insane. So that's where Hawaii is right now, and what local families are dealing with when it comes to trying to purchase a home. It's almost impossible. Yeah. Impossible. A local community organization is suing Hawaii County and Mayor Mitch Roth for closing YPO Valley. We've talked about this yeah. before. Remember I told you they're going to sue? I and know. And here we are. Here we are. Members of Malama IK Kaio uh, YPO, which includes Native Hawaiians, claim the closure is illegal, saying they need access for spiritual and uh, customary practices at the valley. I completely agree. And, and, and we knew this was going to happen. I no, I totally agree, and you did predict this, but I yeah. just wonder if it's going to get anywhere. Like, it has to, do you because think so? yes, because now Hawaiians are filing this, and it's so, yeah, because a lot of their relatives may have passed away. They don't live in Waipio Valley. No, I understand. But they, yeah, they have to go down there. They got to be able to practice. Of course, but I wonder what would they do? Would they open it up to locals? Like, why is that an issue that they can't open it up to locals right now? First, definitely they're going to open it up to Native Hawaiians who can do practicing down there if they have, um, you know, ancestors and stuff like that down there. Because I'm sure there's hails down there. Sure. The next phase is going to be the next lawsuit, which is going to be suing for local people to be able to go back down to Waipio valley there's no reason why they're saying that though the road is falling apart and there's some problems with this and that and there's too many people down there just don't allow vacations to go down there anymore you can't you can't stop local people and native hawaiians from going into ypo valley people who live right there and can't it's a very sacred place (laughs) no you can't do that so plan on seeing more lawsuits from this it's interesting All right, Hawaii is officially ranked as the most expensive state to live. The average house cost, $1.3 million. The Mm -hmm. average Honolulu rent cost is second only to San Francisco. And who knows, maybe Honolulu will go above that. We don't know. I know. The average monthly energy bill is number one at $400 a month in Hawaii. The state believes minimum wage needs to be $23 an hour to survive in Hawaii, although those numbers are skewed. As we believe in some reports show, minimum wage needs to be $37 an hour to survive. Nobody makes that. (laughs) Most people people don't make that. Only rich people. So this is where we're at with that. So that's really sad. Now, with Hawaii being number one on the top ten list, the other states are Washington State, California, Oregon, New York, Massachusetts, Maryland, Connecticut, Rhode Island and the last Alaska. Well, after looking at this list, oh, what do you see in common, my friend? Not bring politics <laughs> into it. Come on. You know what? We're not. We're I not. We're not going to bring it up. But you know what? Oh, you're not. Just, just everybody. I what does that list have in common? Who runs those states except for Alaska? Okay. Except for Alaska. I was actually going to say, <laughs> wow, you know what? It's so interesting, but here's the difference. Yeah. Alaska pays so well, and a lot yes. of these other states pay really well, too. Whereas Hawaii, you get Doesn't. paid so low. And we're saying nobody, ma- nobody makes $37 no. an hour. That's because the pay no. here is so poor compared to what we made on the mainland. Why we aren't we getting so paid? Less. Why aren't we getting paid when <laughs> Alaska gets paid? And mind you, Alaska has to bring a bunch of stuff in because they're dealing with winter most of the year that's why it's more expensive over there and it's not even you know it's in the it's like the bottom of the top 10 list and the other thing is that Alaska is the biggest state in the country and there's only 700,000 that live there so there's many reasons why Alaska 
has its issues, but right. honestly, that shouldn't even be on the list. No, but so. if, if I worked as a school psychologist in Alaska, I would be making, making money. so bank. much money. I would bank. Yes, I would be bringing bank. I mean, I would be doing really well, but here's the thing. Alaska's beautiful, <laughs> but I would never live there. It's no. just not for me. The winter. I have a lot of friends who have lived there and loved it. It's just not for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so just think about that, guys. About those 10 states. Maybe. Who's running them? <laughs> All right, we get it, we get it. <laughs> Jeez. Okay, so let's get into finally, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about taking Hawaii for granted. Uh, but before we get into taking Hawaii for granted, I don't personally take anything about Hawaii here for granted. Uh, I am blessed every day. I, I, I wake up here. But, you know, I think we both notice some things that mm-hmm. people take for granted. And uh, when we say that, there's a huge difference between those who uh, move here and those who are born here. Yeah. Did you want to mention that? I think we should stop and talk about that. Okay. So, like, for me, for example, I've been here just about four years now, and it's still so new to me. Right. (laughs) Even though, I mean, four years is a while, but it's just so beautiful here that I still look out my window, and I'm like, wow, I can't believe I live here. Well, look at the rainbows you have from your lanai. I know. I know. I mean, how can you not look at that and say, my God, I am blessed every day. And and you see them almost every day, right? Almost every day. Yes. And I feel like I would never be able to take that for granted but what about somebody who was born and raised here and has never traveled outside of hawaii do they realize that it's not like this everywhere i know you know and and that's what i'm saying is that when you live your life in paradise i don't think some tend to see an outside perspective on how lucky they are but at the same time if you had been born and you grow up here then maybe your family might not have had the financial means to travel outside of Hawaii to understand an outside perspective. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm sure if they were able to get outside Hawaii and see, then they would appreciate it more. And I do believe many Hawaiians do appreciate what they have because they have left. And I I think even if they haven't left, I think you appreciate the beauty i just think maybe they don't realize that it's not the same everywhere else if they haven't traveled yeah it's not you know and that's also one of the main reasons the nonprofit was started because i had seen so much trash back home you know whether it's in a big city like boston or probably where you live Mm -hmm. well you live in a smaller town outside right yeah oh yeah um but once you get inside the cities you see how dirty and how trashy and and when you see trash in your hawaii you say absolutely not that's unacceptable it is i am not going to allow that to happen in hawaii it happens on the mainland it happened where i lived and that is unacceptable to me and you know we just did a huge cleanup and we released some honu the other day i was just gonna ask if we could talk about yes, that because it was yes, so special i yes. know we're going off on a tangent okay. but can we yeah yeah so talk about it if you want okay so itoe cleanups had a huge event last weekend 150 and people yeah it was like the first huge gathering since like COVID. this whole covid thing yeah and it was just so wonderful to get back out there with a big group of people and see what a difference you can make. So this was across from Sea Life Park yeah. in Makapu'u. Maka, baby Makapu'u. Baby, baby Mox. Yep. And um, we gathered just trash bags alone. So not including recyclables, metal that we found, just trash bags. It was over a thousand pounds. I think total it ended up being like 1,500 pounds. The total, I think it was, was closer it? to 2,000. 2, yeah. It was, Damn. Yeah. And that was including that was the, the recyclables. Tires, yeah, the tires. The tires and all that. Tires on the fucking <laughs> beach. 
no. Jesus. Thank God they didn't get into the ocean, you know. And So this was one beach that we cleaned one for two hours from 9 to 11 a.m. And we got that and much two trash. It's true. In two hours, we picked up almost 2,000 pounds of trash. And it's, it makes me sick. It makes me sick, but yeah. it feels so good to feel good. be a part of that. And then yeah. at the end, we released two Honu. Yes. Actually, Sea Life Park released them. Yeah, two baby babies. Honu. Yeah. And it was so sweet. So we worked with uh, Sea Life Park. I'm not, you know, there's some things about Sea Life Park I don't really I like. I agree. <laughs> you know, let's, let's release the dolphins too. Um, I believe that the Sea Life Park should be a place for animals to heal and get better and then be released and be released yeah. exactly um but yeah we had a great day and when you do things like that you really appreciate hawaii that much more when you get involved with community and um living sustainable lives and by cleaning these beaches it's better for everybody and it's better for the locals they go to the beach after you know they don't let's say let's you know we did this on what, what do we do it sunday or saturday sunday sunday the people who go to the beach on monday place yeah. is beautiful and they're like they wouldn't you know what i mean it's like they wouldn't have never known that we picked up two thousand pounds of trash the day before right and you know it just gives you a feeling of accomplishment we're just doing great things out there and there's many of us who still don't take hawaii for granted right and you need to do things like that absolutely exactly exactly okay so let's get right into it the first thing that i believe that people take things for granted in hawaii is island hopping and road trips there's not enough hopping. of it. It's so easy here to just island hop for a weekend. It is. It's just, it's amazing because people complain that like, oh, you might get island fever, blah, mm -hmm. blah, blah. Like, no, just if you're feeling bored, which I've never felt bored, mm -hmm. by the way, just <laughs> go to another island. I'll be honest with you on this one. I, I take it for granted because I don't island hop enough. But you've done it all so much. I've done it all. But, you know, when you miss the islands for a few years, you need to go back. Things change. Yeah. And I wish I could go every year. I wish I could pay a visit to each island every year. Just can't. Just between everything that's going on and financially well, as well, it's, though. It's been tough. I think yeah. because of COVID, COVID. for me. Yeah. I used to island hop at least once a year for um, my nonprofit's yeah. conference. We right. throw a conference on like an outer island, sometimes mm -hmm. Oahu. Um, but that since COVID, it's been virtual. So yeah, it's been a whole other know? thing since COVID. But so hopefully, when COVID passes, hopefully maybe we well we want to make plans to get out there maybe next year to the Big Island. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, and, and road trips we do all the time. I know. I think we go around the island all the time. Like we don't take that for granted. But I think, I mean, I know people like on the west side, they've never gone to the east side. Isn't that funny? So that's taking Hawaii for granted. How can you not go to the other side of your own island? Yeah, and it's funny because you don't understand that as like an outsider. But when you live here, mm. it's true. And I think a lot of it has to do with how bad the traffic is and everything. People just that don't want to go far. Well, that's sad. It is That's depressing. Yeah, you just got to work around the, the, the rush hours and you got to work around the traffic because going around and visiting the whole island, I love to do that on a Saturday or a Sunday, you know, and just take people out. Me and you go out, we go around the island and we just stop at all the little places to stop at. It's always beautiful. I, love I always so love to do it. You know, and if you live on the big island, those road trips are even bigger and those, longer. Those are actual road trips. Yeah. Like, I don't know if Oahu is a real well, road go, trip, well, but... Going around the island is a whole day. Yeah. Right? That's true. That's I, true. Know, um, but the big island, you know, you could take several days and sleep in a hotel one night and then go and continue the road trip the next day. So, yeah, I do yeah. agree with you on that. It's, it's, it's a lot more. It, it, the big, a big island road trip would remind me more of a couple of days on the mainland, you know, driving around. For sure. So, yeah. So, I, I think people just take, take that for granted. Uh, the slow pace of island living. 
I think people take it for granted. It's not like that on the mainland. It's true. You just get used to it here and it becomes normal. It becomes normal. But the thing is, is sometimes I'll complain. Why is it taking so long? Why is this happening? And then I'm realizing, whoa, slow down, Wade. You're starting to take that for granted. It's true. Don't take it for granted. The positive of it is a low stress lifestyle that we all get to live. Right. So even if it feels a little stressful when you want something done fast and it doesn't happen at the end of the day, it's really worth it because we don't have to live in that rat race. Exactly. And I wonder if the slow paced lifestyle has been so accepted here by many that traffic is just another part of the day. And looking out at the sun and looking at the rainbow while you're stuck in traffic is just accepted. It makes because it bearable. It, yeah, because it's just like it's a slow pace and no one really cares. You know, maybe that's it. But for me, I can't stand the traffic. But I know, same. Yeah, so. Okay, Hawaii's beaches. Mm. I believe they're taken for granted. Not enough people go to the beaches. Oh, my gosh. It's funny. I mean, especially people who were born and raised here, right? I mean, we both know people. Yeah. Born and raised here. We know a lot of people and they go to the beach, but not. You know, it's funny. I don't want to say this, but you know, Jeff's been busy. Yeah. Uh, my brother. And, um, you know, we've been going out the last couple of days. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He gets to this spot. He's like looking around like, wow, what is this place? <laughs> he's lived here 20 years. <laughs> it's because he's not getting out enough. He's not yeah. going to. And so the other day we went to Ho'omalohia. And uh, I brought Jeff and Zach out to that big field. Mm. And I was like saying, this is when you want to bring people, you know, you know, for lunch or whatever. And he's And today he was like, you know, I think I'm going to bring summer to Ho'omalo here. Did you tell him that we do picnics all the time there? Well, I, guess what? What? He's going to the place where we get the spaghetti and he's, and he's going to go to... Adela's. He's going to go to Adela's and oh then he's going to go to Ho'omalo here. Yeah, you say spaghetti, but it's not spaghetti. It's, okay, it's, it's, avocado, it's avocado noodles, noodles or yeah, ube, yeah. Noodles ube noodles or whatever noodles. you want. They have so yeah. many different kinds of noodles and it's all Excellent homemade Excellent and their place. sauces are out of this world. Yeah, we love to do picnic picnic lunches there. We yeah, so it's just it. funny. He said, like, I'm going to do that. I'm so happy for him. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like someone had taken that for granted and then season is like you know what i gotta do that more often (laughs) what am i doing yeah so i mean and that goes with the beaches too um and uh no matter where you go around the island there's a beach you can just pull over and go to just jump in get out you know get some fresh salt you know go for a quick swim on your skin even if you don't have time to stay just go for a quick dip you feel so much better yeah now that's some people other people spend the weekends on the beach they go camping they spend weekends on the beach they do not take it for granted that's they so enjoy true. it they know they're blessed you see that a lot at ala moana all the big tents they set up for the day at bellows um yokes yokes oh my gosh yokes is the best man yeah. they're out there and they have such yeah. huge setups and they i think they yeah spend they're all weekends. <laughs> so i mean i think that some will take that for granted and they just don't go to the beach and then some are blessed and they know they're blessed and they spend the time on the ocean because for Kanaka Maoli and Hawaiians the ocean was their lifestyle so they did spend a lot of time in the ocean and we also have friends who are very into surfing they're avid surfers and they'll just go for you know go surfing before work every day that's so awesome now Hawaii's amazing hiking yeah I'm obsessed So, yes, that's like Amanda's number one thing. <laughs> well, you know, it's tough because it's, it's actually getting the sun and going to the beach and also hiking. hiking. It's both, yeah. I love hiking. I've done it so much, so long that I don't take it for granted. I've just experienced most of it. Mm-hmm. So doing it again and again gets repetitive for me. 
Um, unless when I find something new or I'm seeking out something new, you get excited. Yeah, I get very excited. I, I get very excited. I have been hiking this island obsessively for almost four years now, and my list of hikes that I haven't done yet is still massive. Yeah, like it's crazy how much hiking is out there. I mean, honestly, there is still hikes on this island I haven't done that I still want to do. Yeah. So you know, I have to go through that list. I don't. I, I can't remember what they are, but I still have to go through it. Um, but yeah, I think I just do think people take you know the amazing hiking here. For granted, they don't do it enough. Now, back in Hawaiian culture, hiking was not something the Hawaiians did so much of because it's where the gods reside. But later on, and obviously today, they hike a lot more. Um, but still, there's a good majority of people who never go hiking. It's true. Never see the top of the mountain ranges. Mm. Never see the... The waterfalls. Yeah, the indigenous species that live on the top of the mountain ranges. They're so different than just being on the ground here. Mm -hmm. um, and that's unfortunate that they miss all that. It's really unfortunate, and it's a shame they take that for granted. Because it's right in their backyard. And I know it's a hard one, but my absolute favorite was um, all the indigenous plants up top Mount Kaala. Yes. Oh, oh, right. Is it, do you see them? Yes. Okay. So that's Okay. So that's stuff you don't see down, yeah. you know, where it's like a 500 feet or a thousand feet. You have to go up to two, three, four thousand feet to see that stuff. Yeah. It's just gorgeous. Yeah. Okay. The music of Hawaii. Oh, it's so fun and classic and happy and it depends on what you're listening to whether it's like 70s or like if it's the jawaiian it's such a variety right and the issue is is you'll go to sandy's and you'll have those 16 to 20 year olds playing all that shit so they're really into rap music here, but it's funny because you know Hawaii is it's just from 10 years ago or 20 20 years ago so rap Hawaii in general is just like 10 to 20 years behind and that's what the <laughs> kids are listening to now is like music I grew up listening to and I'm like wait what? <laughs> I don't know why I don't know what it is but for some reason I notice if you're a younger kid in Hawaii and you've lived here all your life some ways you want to be like the mainland don't be like the mainland I don't know what makes them think that, that it's cool I know it's so much more special here Hawaii <laughs> is cool the <laughs> music here is cool you, you play that music play brother is you know yeah you know play all the older groups from the 70s and the 80s you know play that Hawaiian music that's the cool thing you should be proud of that music not that crap that you listen on the mainland <laughs> no do you know what I mean I agree 100% I know I guess it's different when you've never lived on the mainland I know I know, I know. oh that's what's cool over there that's yeah. not cool though the music <laughs> I mean when people hear the Hawaiian music from here on the mainland they're like wow what is this you know, I've never heard something like this before. This is amazing. Before you know it, you just know the all Hawaiian music. I don't know of any Hawaiian music that is negative, that is sad, and that isn't positive. Isn't that true? Yeah, wow. you got country, you got all these other stuff from the mainland. They're always talking about, oh, my dog died, my tractor <laughs> broke down. I mean, all this crap drinking. This is just like, even when they do a drinking song, it's positive. <laughs> it's funny. It's a funny song. And, you know, I think uh, people take that for granted that Hawaiian music is one of the most positive musics that are in the world. I know. I wish more locals listened to it. It's I wish true. So. I wish so. Being able to visit many of the world's microclimates in the same day from winter to I, summer. I do it just going from my house to your house. <laughs> I know. You have like a you have like a tropical rainforest. rainforest, pouring rain, rainbows where you're at. And then you drive 30 minutes, 20 minutes to 30 minutes over to my place. 10 degrees warmer, bright, 10, yeah, sunny. <laughs> bright and sunny, you know. 
people take that for granted. You can go to the Big Island, you can be in the snow, and then go. You can be in the snow and go um, skiing or whatever up there, and then you can come down and go surfing. It's all true. on the same day. It's so crazy. It's just so many different microclimates. I believe we have ten of the thirteen. I think we've uh, we've talked about this fo- before, but ten of the thirteen microclimates, and I think people just take it for granted. We do, yeah. Yeah. I and mean, I think even we do. We don't mean to, we but don't I think mean we to. kind of do because we just live where we live. <laughs> right, but the, th- the also cool thing about it is you can decide where you want to live. You can decide yes. what microclimate you want to live in. True, true. If it's too warm, if it's too cold, you can decide exactly where you want to be. If you want more rain, more humidity, less rain, you want where it's cooler weather at night, you can choose what climate you want to live it's in. It's true. Where I live, it's so much cooler. That's a like, blessing. It drops into the high 60s at night or low yeah. 70s. And yeah. I mean, with the trade winds, I don't need air conditioning. No. I'm never sweating. It's never hot by me. It's sunny in the summer, but it's never like, you know, stifling. Yeah. yeah. Um, but if you prefer that like hotter weather where it doesn't rain, then you have that option. And you or, can always drive to the climate you want to be in. Yeah. No, but it's... <laughs> It's great because you can choose where you want to live. I love that too. Absolutely. The ability to grow anything at any time. I've been taking a lot of <laughs> advantage of that. <laughs> I don't think people do, except for the Kanakamali, because they know what they can grow and when True. they can grow it and how they can grow it and how much they can grow it. And they're doing a great job. But um, yes, it's just amazing that you can grow anything anytime, you know, from tomatoes to cucumbers to pineapples to guava, mangoes, bananas. Uh, lettuce, spinach, avocados. You can yeah. you can grow it all year, anytime, whenever you feel like doing it. And they all grow so amazingly they here. They all grow so amazing. You cannot beat that. And I don't believe people grow enough of their own crops. Instead, they go to the grocery stores and they spend all this money when they could just be growing it in the backyard if they just take the time and don't take it for granted and just spend a little time doing it. So the patrons listening, did you all see the avocado picture oh, we posted um, yeah. a few weeks ago, I guess it was? Yeah. That massive, beautiful avocado. Like, there's just nothing like that. Yeah, the nut of the avocado was the size of regular avocados completely. Like, the nut of it I'm was the size the of a seed. full avocado from Mexico. Yeah, so I'm, the seed. Um, I put it in water. I'm, I'm How's high. it going? Well, I mean, it's going to take like seven years, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm going to grow an avocado Good tree. Good for you. Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> Okay, our location in the world. We take it for granted. We're in the middle of nowhere. I kind of forget. We're further away from any other landmass on Earth. Hawaii is. And we take that for granted. If there's a zombie apocalypse, it ain't coming here as long as we keep it out. We're safe from the zombies. You know, the only reason why COVID even got here is because we were allowing flights in. But if we shut all our flights... There would have been never never any COVID here. That's true. But because we rely on tourism, people are coming in. But I mean, the location, I mean, this location is the prime location of the earth. I don't think people realize that. I think it's true. I mean, I honestly forget all the time. I have to remind myself. (laughs) (laughs) The most amazing fruits on earth grow all year long. Oh my God. And it's mango season. It's mango season. I'm so in love with mangoes here. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the fruits here, you guys all know, we've talked about it, the fresh fruits, oh my god, it's just unbelievable. We can go through the list, everything from dragon fruit, mm. you know, to guava, to papaya, um, kiwi, I mean, every, all the star fruit, yeah. lychee, rambutan. I mean, come on. I mean, everything just grows all year. And when something's not when something's not in season, something is coming out at that time to replace it. Yep. Like rambutan and, and, and lychee. Citrus we have in the winter. Yes. 
We have all different kinds of citruses from grapefruits to lemons, limes, oranges. Pomelo. Yeah. I mean, and it's, there's so much different here too. And, you know, breadfruits and it's just, it's just endless. And um, it's just that you can grow them anytime. And once they start growing, they get big so quickly because of the, you know, the climate here. Yeah. It's amazing. Another one highly taken for granted the trade winds that is true this is one of the top ones i think people don't even like recognize on a daily basis i live in a tropical climate and i don't need air conditioning no like, that's amazing no and just the way the trade winds work across the islands and they bring the you know the clouds and the weather from the east you know and from the big island mm -hmm. uh the kona winds yep. is where they originate from and they just come over on the windward side of this island and the whole entire east side of the island gets drenched and has the it's the most gorgeous tropical rainforest and all the waterfalls are mostly on that side on either side of the koalaus but mm -hmm. mostly on the um the windward side but the trade winds you just open the front door and open the back door or open your lanai and you have the winds you don't need air conditioning ever uh you know thank god because that'll save you some money <laughs> because it's the electric bill so expensive here so i've i don't know i i don't think i've ever had air conditioning in hawaii in over my 20 years i know it's crazy people don't realize yeah. that so i my whole apartment is like windows or slider doors it's yeah. all like that kind of like inside outside open feel yeah and when the trade winds are whipping and i mean when they're like 30 miles per hour plus yeah. <laughs> sometimes i i actually get annoyed sometimes and i have to remind <laughs> myself because i can't tell you how many plant pots I've yeah. lost because the wind will blow my plants over and they'll fall on the floor and they'll break yeah. and shatter. And I'm like, no. And then I have to like, <laughs> you know, just do check myself and be like, yeah. okay, this is actually an amazing thing. I shouldn't yeah. really keep plants on top of my dresser then. Yeah. I know better. Don't take it for granted. Yeah, Appreciate exactly. the trade winds. And um, it's, I think it's one of the things that people take for granted the most. It's true. In Hawaii. Because uh, I don't believe the Kanaka Maoli do because they have the old plantation homes. They open their front and back doors. They have the fans inside and they never have AC. Mm -hmm. So they know what's up. Exactly. Right? All right. So let's go to mid-break and we'll come back and we'll do 10 more. We're going to listen to J-Bog Love Season. Oh my gosh. We're only at mid-break. Well, the, the second the second end's going to go quick. Okay. <laughs> All right. We'll see you in a few. Hey, how's it? And welcome to the Aloha Life podcast. You're listening to us because we have great patrons who have joined our Patreon page and have become members of the podcast by supporting and donating to our show. Without our patrons like you, we wouldn't be on the air. So if you enjoy the podcast and want to hear more shows every week, please do take a moment to join us and become a patron of our podcast at patreon.com forward slash living the Aloha Life. And thank you so much for your support.
is one of the most beautiful places on earth, an 808 cleanup intends on keeping it that way. The 501c3 environmental nonprofit's main mission is restoring Hawaii's natural beauty for its local community and visitors. 808 cleanup empowers volunteers to conduct decentralized cleanups through the Adopt a Site campaign, responding to littering and vandalism of Hawaii's natural spaces, tagging and graffiti removal, saving Hawaii's indigenous ecosystem, and building sustainable solutions with local communities and nonprofit partners. If you love Hawaii and wish for its beauty to remain for generations to come, consider donating to a great cause and supporting 808 Cleanup's mission to keep Hawaii clean from Mauka to Makai at 808cleanups.org. All right, we are back taking Hawaii for granted. Yeah, we're like an hour in, but th- this next one's going to be only like 15, 20 minutes, so okay. we're good. We're good. Taking for granted outdoor adventures and activities. I do not take this for granted. No, because you don't. I freaking love them. Right. I love being outdoors. Yeah. I love adventures. The I mean, it, it's endless. The adventures, the hiking adventures, you have the water activities. You can do everything from surfing to snorkeling. I mean, it's really endless. Just exploring the botanical gardens, just going for a picnic yeah. lunch, like we said. Just anything. Just a picnic lunch is an outdoor adventure. It is. I just love being outside. There's so many things you can do here within an hour that people truly take it for granted. They stay in their house all day. They watch TV. They have some beers. and That's all they do. I love, How can you do that in Hawaii? It's really hard. Um, and I think you've mentioned this. Well, maybe we've both mentioned this before. Sometimes you just feel guilty staying in and reading a book because you're like, oh, I should be outside. It's true. It's <laughs> yeah. true. And even when it's pouring rain out, you think, oh, maybe I can get out and see a waterfall. That's so true. So even when it's raining, or yeah. go drive the H three and look for waterfalls. Yes, yes, <laughs> exactly. So I think I think we just take that too much for granted. If it's a real crappy day out, yes, I'll take that time to have a hot chocolate and mm-hmm. stay inside and read a book or something like that. But other than that, you need to get out in Hawaii. If you're coming to Hawaii to just work your ass off and not get outside and not explore and not see. 
the wonderful things in Hawaii and experience the wonderful things in Hawaii, then you shouldn't come here. But it's honestly it's not worth it. true that many, many people, even people we know, have to work so many jobs to be able to afford to live here that they're just exhausted after work and they just want to take a nap or watch TV. Yeah, and it's it is just, true. It's unfortunate, but it's true. Go to the park and take a nap. That's true. <laughs> Actually, one of my favorite things is getting like one of those really lightweight parachute hammocks and yeah. just like taking a drive somewhere and hanging it up anywhere beautiful and take a nap yeah yeah. i love to do that right. i love to do it at the beach in the woods yep and we gotta get that hammock out more and do more of that we should yeah we should um being a tourist for a day i think people are embarrassed to do this but hell I let's do it. it yeah this people take this for granted go into waikiki pretend you're a tourist go to all the tourist places see all the tourist things just do it be around tourists i'll tell you when you're around tourists and you hear the conversations they have, you are fucking blessed because you know they're leaving in a few days and oh, you're not. stop it. No, do you know oh, what I mean? Oh, I thought you were complaining about the tour. It's okay. No, no. <laughs> I mean, you, what you're doing is you're being blessed. Because like, you live here. Yes. And yeah. that, you cannot take it for granted because you listen to all of them. <laughs> you know, you're at a restaurant, let's say in Waikiki, and you hear them talking like, oh, we have to leave tomorrow. Doesn't that suck? Yeah. You know, and it's just like, oh, I don't. <laughs> That's you know? true. That is true. You know, and it's like it's transitory. All these people are coming and going, and you get around all that, and, you know, you could be part of it. No one knows if you're a tourist or not. And then you're listening to the conversations. You're seeing the people that you know. You know, that's a tourist. Look what he's wearing. You know what I mean? And you just like, you yeah. get, you, you know, it's a fun day. You know what I mean? And you really get to appreciate Hawaii even more, and you don't take it for granted because you listen to their conversations. Most of those people don't want to leave. No, it's really true, and I tend to avoid the touristy places, um, not all the time, but a lot of times, and I don't spend much time in Waikiki, and when I do, I actually really appreciate it, because I pretty much never go there. When's I mean, the last time we spent some time in Waikiki? Like years ago. When nobody was in Waikiki. Yeah, it was ghost town. <laughs> it was COVID. COVID, completely shut down, and we drove through Waikiki, mm -hmm. and there was nobody. Yeah, it was kind of cool. <laughs> I know. But recently, maybe like a month or so ago, I did do a touristy thing. I went with my friend to Salt, Kaka'ako. All right. And we just spent the day, and it was really fun. I had never actually like been there and enjoyed the That's shopping cool and restaurants. Yeah. And, yeah, the waterfront park. Like yeah. It was just really wonderful. Yeah. Totally touristy. The perfect weather. I we I think we take it for totally granted. Totally take it for granted until you have to like fly back home for winter or something. And that just happened to me. Yeah. So it was a horror show back there. It was you know sixteen below zero. It was snowing. It was windy. It was cold. I was getting bloody noses. I needed to get a dehumidifier for the room. It was just all these things. And you come here and you realize. Oh, wow, I just sleep like a baby here. You know, it's I don't get any bloody noses. I got no dry skin. You know, it's perfect. The humidity is just perfect. The weather is just perfect. The temperature is perfect. And people take that for granted. They don't realize, you know, you don't think about that. You go to all these other places, and then you come back to Hawaii, and you go... Yeah. Damn, I feel so good here in this weather. So I'll be the body feels excellent here. I'll be completely honest. Sometimes I do need a reality check with this because <laughs> you complain about it being cold. I complain so much about freezing. Well, yeah, but what is freezing? 65, 70? Like seven, <laughs> 69, 70, and like strong trade winds so and 100% humidity. To yeah. me, that is that combination, which is like a lot of the winter for where I live, yeah. is so cold and I freeze. And then I have to like 
you know, check myself, like I said, and be like, I have to check you sometimes. Yeah, you do. Because all I have to do is put a little sweatshirt on or something and I'm fine. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I just went over your place, what was it, last week or whatever, and, you know, you're complaining about it being cold. I'm like, do you know where I just came from? I know, I know. I go, this is perfect. I go, this is perfect weather. (laughs) You were in like 10 degrees. Yeah, you know, and it's 70 and windy and it's like, oh my God. I'm frozen. Yeah, you're freezing. So, (laughs) I mean, that's what I mean about, yeah, that's what I mean about taking it for granted. You yeah, take it I don't mean to. And I just have to check myself and then I remember. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm in Hawaii. Yeah, it's just perfect. I survived so many winters back in Philly and exactly. I don't ever want to go back to that. And I'm going to have to go back again, but at least it'll be in summer. Yeah, it won't be cold. No, it won't <laughs> be cold. The uh, variety of island foods. And what I'm talking about when it comes to that is the all the different foods from all the different countries of the world that you can get here. Yeah. Because this is the most diverse place I've ever been. I don't know of any other place where you can like have Japanese food as if you're in Japan. Have Chinese food as if you're in China. Have Filipino food as if you're in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. Or Thai food as if you're in Thailand. Yeah. You know, all these different foods. Hawaiian food is really amazing if you want to dive into that. Some people don't like it. I love it. And more people should try it. So go on a food tour with me. definitely so i can show you all these amazing foods in hawaii but you know all these different foods mochiko chicken you know chicken katsu curry all these other different you know all the malasadas and all the shave ices Mm -hmm. and and all the manapua and the spam wasubis and all these different varieties of foods you know we have great uh french and hawaiian cuisine we have you know we have everything here just not New York pizza. Just not New York pizza. <laughs> well, you know what? Hawaii is not the best for some things, but we, we are slowly finding better Mexican places. Oh my gosh. And there's one in Kailua yeah. that is legit. Mexican? Yes. Okay. Excellent. Because I do like Mexican food and we were having a hard time finding good Mexican food here, but it's slowly Officially coming to Hawaii. We found them. Yeah. We got Brazilian food. We got Cajun, New Orleans food. We got, we got everything from all over the world here in this one state and it's just so amazing and to top it off the vegan food scene is blowing up in certain (laughs) areas of the island so that makes me so happy and tiffany will be happy too yes so like on the north shore it is like amazing in waikiki it's amazing in kailua it's amazing a lot of the other areas of the island have to catch up still but you know yeah (laughs) there's no short of variety of food here Yes. Put it that way. And a lot of people take that for granted and they stick to one thing. They continue to eat, whatever that may be. You know, it could be the Cheesecake Factory. I have no idea. (laughs) But get out there, experience all the different flavors here. And uh, so you don't take that for granted. No, totally. Try everything. Totally. But on a side note, I don't think I've been to Cheesecake Factory in like six years. Yeah, I kind of, I I kind of like their cheesecake. The cheesecake. Okay, the cheesecake is good. (laughs) Kind of craving it. But because it's in Waikiki, I don't. No, I know. I don't think I've ever been to that one, ever Mm. in my life since it opened. I've never been there. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Okay, the history and culture, I believe, people take for granted, except for the Hawaiians. Like anybody who lives here, I, I, I feel that they should get out. They should learn the history more. They should learn the culture more to understand the Kanaka Maoli perspective. I totally agree. And once they do, you'll have a whole new appreciation for everything. And I don't believe this is this is the one thing that actually, you know what? I'm going to be really honest here. I believe some Hawaiians don't appreciate their own history and culture. They don't they don't study it. They don't they go to do. school for it. They do take it for granted. A lot Some of them, of them do. do. But it's I, true. But I do know a lot do not. It's right. very prideful for the Kanaka Maoli oh, totally. and, and the Hawaiians totally. to be very prideful of their culture and How history. How about Kimiona? He's the best. He is the best. Kimiona is probably, yeah. So he's he's one of, uh, he works for the 808 uh, Cleanups. 
um, for the nonprofit, and I am so proud and happy to have him on board and working for the nonprofit. Yeah, he's amazing. He's amazing. Um, but I think s- the people who move here that are on a joyride, mm-hmm. um, that are kind of maybe they're maybe their intention is to just enjoy life for three years or four years and then leave, or maybe they do want to stay here longer. They never get themselves involved by going to the Bishop Museum, by going to these places and learning the culture and history, by going to the palace, the Iolani yeah. Palace, by, by going and visiting the King Kamehameha statue, and, 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 and maybe getting out, going into Waikiki and putting a lay on Duke Kahanamoku's uh, yeah. statue. You know, I feel like they're out there all the time. You're missing such an important part yeah. of Hawaii. Um, yeah. You know, it's been really tough with COVID and not being able to do a lot of those things over the past few years. But one thing I've really wanted us to do yeah. is a podcast on all the museums. We the should culture. do that. And we do I want to do it. I wanted to revisit all of them, the ones I haven't been to. I haven't mm-hmm. even been to all of them. Um, I really wanted us to go to Bishop Museum right now because they're doing a Tatao exhibit. So we should go do that. I really want let's to. Let's go do that. Let's yeah, go do that. Let's do it. Yeah, and let's do that. And then we can discuss. I really want to, and I want to do like a podcast just featuring all of them. And it's a good idea. Um, yeah, I've like been wanting to do it for years, and then COVID hit, and we couldn't. Yeah, so let's let's do that. And then I was happened to be I was looking through the podcasts of future podcasts, and I have this great one about all the famous women musicians in Hawaii. We have not done a podcast on that. We were going to do that. We were going to do it. We were going to do yeah. it. So that's going to be an upcoming one. Okay. Probably in May, probably later on in May, we'll be doing the uh, Women Musicians of Hawaii, which Great. I'm excited to do because some of their music is just phenomenal. Awesome, phenomenal. Yeah. Okay, the diversity, the mm. melting pot of Hawaii. Yeah, it's amazing. There's every damn culture here you can imagine. I believe that people take that for granted because we've discussed this before. The racism is minimal. Mm-hmm. It's different because there's so many cultures and you don't know what the hell you are. Like there's so many different people here and so many different cultures. Is they uh, are they Polynesian? You know, a Filipino? Are they this? Are they that? Are they? Nobody knows. Right. So everybody just gets along here. Unless you got blonde hair and blue eyes, then you know you're white. Wow, well, <laughs> I'm then, clearly then you're Caucasian. white. Then you're Caucasian. <laughs> But honestly, I, I haven't had many issues with you that. You haven't, right? No, people are, because I'm so respectful, and yeah. people are very respectful for me, to yeah. me too, and that I is think excellent. they see that I make an effort. Yeah, so. I think that, the you know, we've talked about this before, I believe the, the, the United States, the mainland, the world can learn a lot from being a part of Hawaii and learning about the melting pot and the diversity of Hawaii, and I believe people take that for granted. People take it for granted. They go to, like, certain states on the mainland, and they see they see this type of culture or that, and that's it. Here in Hawaii, there's so many different varieties of people, so many different races and cultures that you kind of, you're kind of visiting the world when you visit Hawaii. And that's taken for granted. It's just taken for granted. It's true. And it's a shame. Yeah. Rainbows and sun showers. Oh, it's my life. (laughs) Is that not taken for granted or what? It's true. If I if I go a day without seeing one, I'm like really bummed, and <laughs> okay. then I'm like, wait so a minute. So you don't take it. You don't take it for granted. Then. Well, I guess not, but maybe in a way I do. Like I have no right to be bummed if one day goes by without one. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if people give a shit about this. I mean, I uh, give a damn. I love to see rainbows, but I really love the sun showers because they just come and go. It's completely sunny out, and you see the, sh- the the rain coming down, and and the sun is just reflecting off the raindrops, and it's just like it's it's like um. I don't know. It's like the rain is glowing. It glimmers. Yeah, it just glimmers in the sun as it rains. And and then you look to wherever the sun is behind you and you look in front and there's a rainbow again. Yep. And you're like, oh, there's that rain, you know, sun shower. There's the rainbow. And it's just amazing. And I don't take that for granted. You know, like, like I'll like it'll be raining. 
and uh, at my other place, that, that place that I used to live, I used to do this a lot because for some reason I knew exactly where the rainbows would be, and it would be pouring out. I'm like, oh, oh, and I run out of my bedroom, I run through yeah. the house, and I go to the back of the house, I go, this is a rainbow. <laughs> I do it too because I know they're always in the same spot for me too. Yeah, and you know there's going to be a rainbow, and yeah. you want to get out and you want to look at it. Some people just go, I don't give a shit. They don't even think about there's probably a rainbow outside right now. Like, you're missing the rainbow. What are you doing? Get out there. Yeah. I mean, don't take that for granted because other states, you know, uh, other places around the world, they almost never get rainbows. They never mm -hmm. see rainbows. We see them every day. <laughs> every day. Interactions with wildlife. You just saw goats yesterday. Oh, yeah. So I was doing Mountain the um, pink pillbox hike for yeah. sunset with my friend just to get outside. And yeah, there were mountain goats everywhere. I've done that hike a lot, but I've never yeah. seen mountain goats on there, up there. I I just love interactions, whether it's mountain goats, whether even if we come across a pig or, um, you know, wild chickens or the mongoose or the birds. How about Anything. the ducks that had babies yes. outside my house under the, in the stream? That's so, they're Isn't so Isn't it adorable? Cute. They're so sweet and I'm watching them grow up and they're just beautiful. Yeah, just like little interactions like that, I think people take for granted. They don't think about just sitting there. And like for instance, when we did one of the last videos on Wade's World, we were shooting everything. We went to, what was it? The uh, Pomo'o, whatever mm -hmm. it is up there. Um, hike the cabin yeah and Vince is like look at those bees on top of the flowers and I'm like oh my god let's video that that's cool and like he's zooming in and we're just like watching the bee go from flower to flower you're like mesmerized oh I'm mesmerized and we're watching <laughs> we're watching the bees legs filling up with pollen every from every flower he goes to mm -hmm. and this was the this was the famous um, Hawaiian tree with the red flower the um, what you call it, oh, blossom yeah? Yeah, and um, we were just watching him go and like, this is this is life, it's right in front of us. We, if you don't pay attention to those things, you're taking them for granted. Why can't you take out thirty seconds to sixty seconds to watch the bee living his life? No, it's beautiful. I love it. It's beautiful. I wake up every morning to the beautiful white terns. I think they are flying. Yeah. Um, I just watch them out the windows, flying through my yard, and they're Gorgeous. so beautiful. Gorgeous, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, even the the birds coming on to your bird feeders, oh, yeah. just watching them, and it's just, you know, don't take it for granted. Oh Enjoy those moments with wildlife. What kind of bird is that that had the cute little babies? Oof. Um, I mean, which one? Are you talking about the Java finches? Yeah, the Java finches. I yeah. just, they're so cute. And then they're I have the red cute. cardinals. Yeah, the Brazilian cardinals. Yeah. I don't like the ringed doves, but anyways. There's um, too many of them. I know. They bother you. Yeah. They take, they, they, <laughs> they take over all your food that you leave out for the other birds. Wade goes out and scares them away. <laughs> I scare them away. Either that or the cats do. <laughs> the smells of Hawaii. And we've talked about the we smells have, before. But people take it for granted. Yeah. It's true. I mean, when you're just driving on the highway, if you drive with your windows down, you smell those plumerias or whatever it is. Yeah. It's just always beautiful. Our fresh air. We don't have that pollution smell. Yeah, you know, and you could just be driving or you could just be walking and you're smelling those plumerias. They're coming in. You know they're blooming, mm -hmm. you know, or if you're going somewhere else, you just, it's those smells in the air. It's like, oh, the rain's going to be here in a second, you know, because you smell the rain coming or you're just in the middle of the rainforest and you're smelling, you're like, oh, that's guava. Oh, you know, yeah, you're just yeah. smelling these things and it's just the smells and I don't think people appreciate them. 
there's so many amazing smells here in Hawaii that you just, every day you're smelling something. The eucalyptus up on the North Shore. The, yeah, right after it rains. Yeah. You know, and even when the pineapples at the Dole Pineapple Fields are starting to get mm. ripe, you can smell the pineapples if you, as you drive the North Shore. It's just amazing. So the smells are one of those amazing things. But the last one is the Aloha Spirit. That's so true. That Pe- is the people main are, thing. People are very loving here. Yeah. They're just good-hearted people. Good and people. They talk story. They want to get to know you. They right. want to talk to you. We do take that for granted. But I bet when you go back to Boston, you realize... <laughs> There's no Aloha Spirit there. Yeah. I think that's also a thing for not only people that live here, but people who travel here and vacation here, that there's something in the air. There's something that senses or feels different. Uh, it's something, I don't know, deep in the soul. And when you leave, it, it, it's gone. It's not there anymore. That's and that's what brings people back to Hawaii all the time. I think so. Yeah. And I think people who live here, maybe some of them take it for granted. They take for that feeling for granted because if you don't live in Hawaii, you don't have that Aloha spirit. Yeah. It's not there. It's not around you. It doesn't fill you up. Now, I'm not saying you can't take the Aloha Spirit with you to the mainland. Of course. If you hold on to it. But you're not surrounded by it. You're not surrounded by it. It doesn't continue to give you, you know, this amazing mana and energy. And just the Aloha Spirit is something I think some people take for granted here, especially people maybe who have just moved here and don't don't know what it is yet. Mm -hmm. People who come and go in a couple of weeks. But I think it comes to the individual, like if you're a spiritual person or someone like that, that can feel and understand things differently than other people, then you know what it is. I think that's true. I think some people just lack that yeah. and don't even understand or yeah. realize what it is or feel that it's here. Right. But I do think the majority of people, like you said, it keeps them coming back because they do feel it. And right. they might not be able to place their finger on it or tell yep. you exactly what it is, but they know something special. Exactly. And, you know, overall, I've been saying that as Hawaii is getting more expensive and things are getting a little more difficult and there's, uh, there's a little uptick in crime, I do feel that that is because of a lack of aloha spirit. Well, so yeah. that's true. I'm yeah. just straight desperation. Desperation, too. People desperation are, too. you know, can't afford to live here anymore. But I was going to say that, too. I mean, go back a year or two and listen to our podcast where we were talking about how... The Aloha Spirit. The Aloha Spirit was kind of disappearing a yeah. little bit. Now, yeah. thank goodness, I feel like it's back. Yes, I, I am feeling it's coming back. That was a scary thing. It was a scary thing. And being home for several months was very tough not to have that or not to feel it and to feel very... I was depressed back home. I was very I depressed. And it was very gloomy and very depressing. And, and it's amazing that an atmosphere and a surrounding can make you feel so happy and joyful again. And I, I do believe that's the Aloha spirit. Yeah, I totally yeah. do too. Yeah. Okay, well, that's going to do it for this podcast. Our first one back in three months. Wow. We're right. <laughs> want to say mahalos and thank yous to everybody that continues to support us, the patrons, and the ones who just listen to the podcast. Mm -hmm. Uh, Next week, we're going to be doing renting in Hawaii. Not something that Amanda really wants to go into detail about. I don't know what we're going to do. We're going to see how much of a podcast we can do on that and come up with the reasons and how to deal with renting here in Hawaii, the costs of rent in Hawaii and the things like that. The scams you have to watch out for. Yeah, the scams that. and all the issues. And that's going to be another free podcast. We're going to put out some free podcasts because it's been a few months since we've done them. So everybody that is listening to these free shows on iTunes, you're going to have fun with these, <laughs> right? Right? Okay, so today's final song is by the two-man crew of High Water. 
Hawara, just the way we say it in Boston, <laughs> uh, that don't take Hawaii for granted in their hit song, My Home, as they talk about their home island of Molokai. Beautiful. All right, guys. We're going to see you guys next week. All right. Are you ready for the traditional go at it? It's been so long. All right, ready? Ready. Shoot. Shoot. All right, guys. Aloha. Aloha.
when you speak of Allah, it's all the above. All the good, yeah? So that is a right way range. Aloha. Whether it's Pono, Mikai, still the same. I don't care how you look at it, it's still Aloha. Be Pono, be righteous. Let's go. 